Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Definitely gotta take into account your mental being. People out there is not gonna understand you unless you let them know. You gotta tune into your own mind and put it at rest. Only person is gonna help you is yourself. Society doesn't want that to blame anything else but the negative on this show. Hey, what's going on? It's your Casanova Williams with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. First, of course, what I always do every podcast is thank everybody that's been listening to me, rocking with me, um, listening to the podcast, giving me the messages. I see your messages. I rock with you. I love you. I appreciate you so much for everything you've done for me. Um, I, I I stand truly blessed at everything that has happened in the last few years, um, in the last like year, year and a half that you've been rocking with me. So I want to appreciate everybody. Yeah, I was just double checking, make sure I was on the radio because we had some new upgrades that needed to be done. But yeah, I, I really want to thank everybody, man, because without you, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, your support, your love, your 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 words of kindness, your uh your your just your just being listening and, and just showing love and and making this podcast a top podcast, you know, in the world, one of the top podcasts for mental health in the world. You know, you gave me an accolade that I couldn't have never in my life think that I would be. When I see myself on the list, you know what I mean? If you go to Feedspot, they do a list, a comprehensive list. And I see myself on the list. You know, sometimes I'm up to 30, sometimes I'm down to 90. You know, it's up and down thing, but I'm always on the list because of y'all. And I want to appreciate y'all. The more podcasts I do, the more you listen. And I'm truly blessed that y'all really, really rock with me. You really, really uh, listen to me and you support the podcast, you know, because I'm going to be real. There are not a lot of black men out here that podcast are speaking the truth that people support. We tend to support those podcasts that are speaking nonsense and craziness. But when it comes to, you know, normality I, I don't know if that's a new word people but normal stuff we tend not to want to support that so your support in this podcast is is phenomenal you know um I try to stay away from crazy talk it's hard sometimes because you know I'm not gonna lie I am human like anybody else so I'm tempted sometimes to say I'm, I'm gonna talk about a topic crazy I'm gonna say something like next level stuff to get attention. But at the end of the day, I always resist that because I want to stay true to what I say about this podcast. I'm not here to bash nobody. I'm not here to use anybody for clout. I'm not here to uh, diminish my people or diminish anything that's going on or use it uh, to push this podcast. I've been honest and straight and you have shown me by the numbers and showing by me being on the list of top in the world, top 100 in the world. I'm number like 32 for top uh, mental health podcasts in the world. So you know what? I appreciate y'all. And I, I want to keep that going with the same, 
integrity and dignity that I've been going on for about a year and a half. So I want to appreciate you, you know, because I, I want to tell you a story, you know, um, I'm going to talk about something that's in the media right now, the Kanye West uh, stuff like that, because that's hot right now. And I think it needs to be addressed in mental health. But I want to say uh, my truth. I'm not going to lie. When I first started this podcast, I was really doing it to. It was fake. And let me explain. I was looking for something. I was looking for something to do. I was looking for something to um, to jump on, something to say, all right, I'm doing this to improve myself. Um, so when I originally did the podcast, my intent wasn't really a genuine intent. It was a bandwagon attempt. It was a quick heal. It was like, oh, let me just do this podcast. You know what? I'm going to do something mental health, you know? And I just jumped on it. And um, it was to show others that I was doing something, right? It was to show other people, my wife, business partners, people that, yo, Cass is doing something. He is taking his tragedy and turning it around. But it, 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 it was really, in the beginning, it was really a lie. And it was before I really noticed that people were listening and and I was on and I was on the top 100 uh list of the world and stuff like that. So really it was me talking to myself but it I wanted people to see oh Cass is doing something. He went through everything he went through he's doing something. And it really was one of those like okay, I'm just doing it to do it. Um then it turned into something more. It turned into a um a, ther- a therapy session for myself, a, tr- uh, a really looking deeper into myself. Um, and then when I found out that people were actually listening, it turned into something completely different for me. Um, I started to understand that words have power and that people were actually listening to me. People were actually vibing with me. People were actually feeling me. People were actually paying attention to me. And then it went from me, it went from the lie of me saying I'm doing something to me doing something for myself. Then it went to people are already listening to me. So I have to be even more responsible with what I say because people are actually listening to me, listening to what I say. So, you know, those were the phases um, while these phases were going on, I was improving my life and doing better for myself. Words, they say that like when you do something for two weeks, do if you want to change habit, do something for two weeks and it becomes, it goes from wanting to do it to a habit. It takes two weeks for something to become a habit. And so for me, you know, the first few weeks of the podcast were more of me forcing myself to do something, forcing myself to uh, have this so I can say, look what I'm doing. Uh, it was really me avoiding counseling. It was avoiding real life. It was like, look at me, you know, if somebody says something to me, Hey, look at my podcast, I'm doing a podcast about it, you know? Um, but it really wasn't genuine in the beginning. Then the more I talked, the more I started to really start to feel better about my podcast, feel better about myself. Um, really start to be hear my my podcast. You know, I'm really going back and forth with some ideas, and I'm really looking at some things, and I'm learning while I'm doing the podcast. 
then when I then then it was you know it was therapeutic for me then because I didn't think anybody was listening to me then when I found out I was top of the world people were listening and I'm getting emails from people stuff like that I said to myself okay this is real now it's not about my healing I'm helping others heal and that was the changing point for me excuse me I was taking a drink a little, little thirsty I was uh talking all day but um so it it so I just want to be real because I think that in this podcast I've been 100% real about my struggles about my come up about everything so I want to keep that real you know um and now it is not only therapeutic for me it is me helping and is a way for me to help others and I accepted that you know because I think sometimes we don't accept the fact that what we do affect others others are listening we want to I just want to be me and don't care but in reality we have to care because people are always looking and what you do when you're put on a platform that people are listening to you they're not listening to you because they just like the sound of your voice you know this is not you know MSR none of that stuff you know what I'm saying this is like people are listening to me to get advice to get inspiration so I have to be responsible for, for what I say so um I hope that I'm being responsible for what I'm saying and that my message is coming across positive that I never say anything that's negative towards anybody whether it's their sexuality their choices in life their political choices I want to always make it understand that like we are all people and the, the we do things for reasons and if you are a Republican or you are a you believe in Trump or whatever I always want to genuinely believe that you have reasons that you believe are right and those reasons aren't in any way trying to hurt anybody or trying to um, make somebody feel like they lesser than, but they're really genuinely reasons that you have because of what you went through in your life. And they're positive reasons, not negative. So with that said, I want to get into the topic of today. Um, I'm going to be very careful with this one because I, I don't want to, I don't want to bash other black people for their beliefs. But I also don't want to sugarcoat what I'm about to say. Let me take another drink. Kanye West. Now, I've always been a fan of Kanye West um, when I was younger. Maybe about, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago, I saw him live before he was Kanye. You know, this is before he even had a song out. He went to the House of Blues. I believe this was like 20 years ago, maybe 18 years ago. I don't know. This is when he first, he was producing for everybody. He had hits after hits. And when he performed the House of Blues, all he did was other people's hits. And then he actually rapped the Gold Digger verse. This is before it came out. He wrapped it a cappella. So apparently he did that. You know what I'm saying? So um, I've been a, a fan of Kanye West for many, many years. And I've seen his rise and his decline. Now, 
There's two sides that I have when it comes to Kanye West right now. There's the one side that feels that. Well, it's one side that shows that because of where we are as a black people, we could never hear a narrative that's outside of the culturally accepted narrative. And Kanye West will say what is not culturally narrative of black people. Um, you know, um, he says some things that are very hurtful to people, but some things are truthful, but it's hurt. So he says some statements like Joy, uh, George Floyd, like, you know, the guy really wasn't on his neck like that, um, that he, um, that when he's calling mama, it was really his girlfriend's name, all these things. Now, apparently in the court transcripts, these things are there. I haven't double-checked it at all. And I heard that Candace, oh, he gets this from Candace Owens, who just put out something that was very uh, deep about Black Lives Matter. Now, I want to believe, and I haven't done my own research, so I'm just trying to give, I'm just going from the benefit of the doubt, okay? The benefit of the doubt. I'm giving Kanye and, and Candace always the benefit of the doubt that what they speak is truth. Um, because at the end of the day, if what they're speaking is just straight lies, it's an easy lie to look it up. You know what I'm saying? It's an easy lie to look up. So I want to go with the narrative that what they're doing is reading the actual transcripts of these situations and they're reporting what's on those transcripts. So, that you know, that's what I want. I want to believe that. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that today. I'm going to go with that. So if you hit me up and you say your cast is totally false, cool. But I'm doing this for a reason. So just so so rock with me for now. Okay. Now, this movie that Candace did, Candace Otis did, she did a lot of investigating, right? About back Black Lives Matter. And she state stated things from things that can't be disputed, like tax returns and stuff like that. And she stated a lot of, there's a lot of falsehood with Black Lives Matter. Now, I think I, I have expressed my um, ideas of Black Lives Matter just from facts. You know, the facts is that at the end of the day, there's no community service. There's no community centers. There's no help. There was nothing that came from the actual organization of Black Lives Matter. And that's just facts. I'm not bashing nobody. I'm not representing anything of the falsehood. That's just facts. I like to state facts because you can't argue with me about facts. You can't get mad about facts. Nobody can get mad about facts. Facts is that Black Lives Matter, and this is not me as Candace always fair because everybody knows I'm not a fan of hers, but facts are that they were $80 million was donated to Black Lives Matter. And there is no donations, community centers, 
funding of anything that came from Black Lives Matter with that $80 million. Facts. The founder of, of, of Black Lives Matter bought several houses in non-white, non-black areas. Facts. They bought a house and said that it was for YouTube channels and, and new things like that. Facts. So I know this. These are just facts. This is not me wanting and hoping these are facts. Where is the money going? Miss Owens did a, 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 a thorough report of their tax returns because anybody's tax returns is, should be public. You can ask for them. And there were disturbing things, you know, $200,000 for escorts and pride. There was a lot of things on there that were questionable for Black Lives Matter. Now, now I'm just going to go with their narrative. Because I haven't looked at the movie. I've seen clips, I've seen transcripts of it, read things, but I haven't looked at it myself. So I'm just going to go with what they're stating is true or not, okay? So I'm going to go with that narrative. I'm doing it for a reason, okay? So just bear with me. A lot of Black Lives Matter stuff is very sketchy. There hasn't been any donations, hasn't been anything that Black Lives Matter has done with that $80 million. The founders themselves are in trouble for buying houses and, and, and very questionable purchases and things like that. Um, there is no infrastructure of Black Lives Matter. A lot of the local chapters, quote-unquote, of Black Lives Matter don't get funding from Black Lives Matter themselves. There's nothing. A lot of promises were made. No donations were made, but they made $80 million. Actually, $80 million was donated to them. Um, they're saying that Black Lives Matter used George, the George Floyd case to further their agenda, but in essence, ha- haven't done anything for George Floyd and his family. No legal fees were paid, nothing. But they use George Floyd. That was like the calluses of Black Lives Matter. When that happened, it just, you know, I can't, you know, help them to catapult. But nothing was given. Now, I could be wrong. I'm just going by Candace Owens right now. And I'm doing this for a reason. So don't sit here and say these are my personal quotes. I'm just going with her narrative. So. That's her narrative. Um, one of the things that they used Floyd and that the guy that the guy really didn't didn't have his foot on his neck, that he wasn't. And this is Kanye West, and that when he's screaming "Mama," that he's screaming for his girlfriend, which was named Mama, not his mother, because that was something they used as well. Now let's just say all this is true. How does that change? How, as black people, we've been discriminated against. As black men, how we've been discriminated. You know, the narrative doesn't change anything. Even if Candace Owens is right about Black Lives Matter, about George Floyd, about the propaganda out there, that still does not explain why black men in particular have been criminalized by our society. 
it doesn't explain why we have lower job rates, we are higher incarceration, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't, because I I, I kind of feel like when people tr- say those things, they try to counteract the reality of what's really going on with black people, particularly, of course, for this podcast, Black Men. Just because we could talk about the lies that the media has perpetrated doesn't mean it negates the actual issue going on. Just because Black Lives Matter and George Floyd, and like I said, I'm going with their narrative for sake of argument, okay? Let's say everything with George Floyd was false. They used that to catapult their organization. To catapult their organization. To catapult their organization. They embellished things. Let's just say all of that is true. Does that change the statistics, the true statistics about our people in America? We get so caught up in the distractions that we still forget that there's a problem. Debunking one issue in a bigger problem doesn't solve the bigger problem. Let's just say Black Lives Matter ain't shit. They was a fraud. Let's just say that. Let's say Floyd was a fraud. It was, was it what it was? But does that change the situation? See, Kanye, people like Kanye West and, 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 and Candace Owens and people like that are pawns and they don't know it. When, when I don't want to say white America, when racial America, let's just say like that, wants something to be told, the best way they do it is by having a black person present it. Um, it's like Bill Cosby. It was a black comedian that ousted him, that started joking about it, talking about it. Um, R. Kelly's young black women. When, when when America wants something done, it's always more comfortable when it's done by a black person to bash our people. Now, I get it. If something is being forced within our community, it needs to be exposed. But see, what we tend to do because of our brainwashing, because of how we've been groomed, is that we look at these black people that are educated, that are in different positions that we are in life, when they say something, we tend to mock them, discredit them. They lose their quote-unquote black card, as we say, because they don't want to give to the narrative. On some funny way, I appreciate Candace and, and Kanye West and people like them. Because they expose how closed-minded we are and that any thinking outside of that thinking is ostracized. Now, 
Let's say that every, let's say 50% of what they say is correct. Let's just say that. Isn't that important, that 50% to know the truth? Even 50% is, is the truth. And I'm I'm trying to be, as you probably figure, I'm trying to say things that will make a better impact on this argument. Because I want people to understand that when you're a different thinker within the black community, you're a problem. When you choose not to go with the status quo when you choose not to uh, enslave your mind and, and allow yourself to think outside of the culture, it's a bad thing. I appreciate Candace Owens and Kanye West and people like them, not because I may not agree with them or everything, but I, 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 I see them as people that are saying something different. And we need that. now. Honesty, I believe that Candace Owens is a person that is used to further other people's opinions and agenda about the black race. But if she says it, it's okay. So I think they're pawns in the, in the bigger picture. They believe that they're spreading the truth but in essence, they're being used. They're being used to split the community. They're being used to inject a hatred for somebody else that thinks differently. We're not having debates about situations. We're not sitting saying, all right, Kanye, you know, tell us why you feel this way. Show us the evidence. No, we're not doing that. We are just against him and not even researching. Like, why is Kanye? Let's research and see why he, why his brother views these things and have a true discussion. Um, but see, the thing is that his actions are showing that there is powers out there. He said something about the Jews, anti-Semitic stuff. That nothing illegal, nothing. Uh, he didn't say F the, he said nothing illegal, anything bad, but Chase said, oh, got to take your money out the bank. Now he did nothing illegal. He did. He didn't in any way, you know, wish people death or not. He said nothing illegal, did nothing. Bacon has, should have nothing to do with somebody's holding their money. Obviously Kanye got millions of dollars in the bank, but because he said some things that were anti-Jewish, they said, Take your money out of our bank. Now, that should show you that when you, no matter the money you have as a black person, you step out of line, they're going to make that call. Now, I never heard of a bank that is, is, is worried about what somebody says. That got nothing to do with them. Like, seriously, has nothing to do with them. A lot of banks have David Duke's money. A murderer can go and open a checking account, right? They murder somebody, go to open a checking account. They're not doing a background check of your criminal history. That's not a bank's place. A rapist, pedophiles can have bank accounts. So at the end of the day, just because Kanye says something that you don't agree with, 
it's not a personal. He didn't say your chases. You know, he had the, he just said something that he felt was right, and now they want him out the bank. That shows you that at the end of the day, that it doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have as a black man. If you say something wrong to the wrong people, they're going to discriminate against you. People that go out there and say the Holocaust was a hoax still have bank accounts at Chase. Like, literally, I, I mean, but because Kanye is a black man, we don't want your business here. And let's be honest, banks are not a business for you. They take your money and invest it into others and give you very low interest rate. So at the end of the day, the bank is making more money on you than you can ever think. Your money, they're loaning out to other people and give you, charging these other people four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, depending on interest rate on the money that you gave them and giving you 0.2%, 1% of interest on your money. So they're making money off of you. Bank is like a Ponzi scheme because at the end of the day, they don't have that money that they gave to you, that they you put in the bank. That money is somewhere else. If you go to the bank and you have a million dollars and you say, I want a million dollars, they're going to say, oh, it's going to take some time to get this million dollars. And what they're going to do is take the money from other people's account and give you that money. If everybody went to the bank and said, we want our money, they don't have it. It's like a Ponzi scheme. Think about it. A Ponzi scheme is I take your money and I pay the other investors off. I pay them off because at the end of the day, I'm promising people money. So I take a million dollars, I take that million dollars and pay people off. Use that money for me, for whatever, try to make money off it, pay people off. Right? But Ponzi schemes blow up when everybody starts asking for their money back because you don't have that money on cash. Think about banks the same way. If everybody went to the bank and said, we want to withdraw our money, the bank will, will, will decline instantly because they don't have that money on there. They don't have that money. So it's a, it's, a, it's a Ponzi scheme in a sense. Insurance, a Ponzi scheme. They take your money, they pay people's claim for the money they get. But you have, uh, you buy a policy for a million dollars. They're not going to pay you out because they can't pay you out right then and there because they don't have it. So what they do is take the money that they got from other people, they pay that out. When it, you know, it's a Ponzi scheme. It, it's, a, it's a legit Ponzi scheme, if you think about it. The difference is that the banks don't tell you at the end of the day that they're going to make you more money. That's why they do a low interest rate. They're just storing your money. Ponzi scheme, the person is telling you you're going to make 5% back guaranteed. But Ponzi is different. When it blows up, that's why everybody finds out. So, so Kanye got millions of dollars in the bank. And they're like, we don't want your money. Why? Why well, about freedom of speech? So Kanye is exposing things, not through his words, but he's actually exposing the truth of being a black man in America through others' actions to him. He doesn't understand what he's really doing. He's exposing the true uh, discrimination against black men in America. And that's what he's doing right now. 
So when you think about it, by Kanye's rant and by what he's doing, he's actually proven the point. Because he's proven what he's saying by how others are reacting to him. You know, Floyd's family wants to sue, you know. And rightfully so. If they have evidence that Con is contradicting what Kanye is out there saying, that's fine. But if they have court documents that they say they have that say these things, then there's no case for the family. They could sue just for like emotional damage, but at the end of the day, I think they're lose because if what they're saying is true, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go with the narrative that they have some evidence. I'm going with that narrative on purpose. I'm not co-signing or anything. I'm just saying I'm going with that narrative on purpose. If that is the narrative that they are, that 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 there are courts documents that contradict the media. Um, the media perception of the case and they got this and this is evidence that hey, it is what it is. You can't win a court case because this is legal. Um, but we do know that the media has done things to sugarcoat certain situations. We talk about the girl that killed the guy and she was in jail for a while and she got released. Media made it seem like he was a pimp that picked her up brought her to her house and was 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 giving her money for sex. That's the media. This girl that was sex trafficked that was tra sex trafficking by a pimp met up with a John went to his house, he was paying her for sex and when there was no evidence of that. Evidence was that she met him at a Sonics. They had a conversation. They went back home. They engaged in sex. And when he was sleeping, she killed him. Because there, But there's no evidence that he was a guy that picked up prostitutes. There was no evidence of that at all. It was her word. You, you can't say to God because he's dead. I don't know how many people proposition people as Sonics. That's kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he saw a girl, started talking to her, and then all of a sudden he's like, yo, I'll give you $40 for some love. Take you back to your house. I don't know you. And then go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have, you know, after you do what you do, you drop her back off, give her her money, you drop her back off. But he went to sleep. Then she killed him. But then went back to the house and stole stuff. So, so that's the evidence they don't put out there. This is true stuff. Like, this is not me exaggerating nothing. This is just the facts of that case. But in the media, they made it seem like she was sex trafficking, even though she bragged about the killing, had nothing to do with her boyfriend. Um, it wasn't a John or anything like that. Because if you want to kill somebody, kill the, 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 the pimp. But apparently the pimp was her boyfriend at the time. So there's no evidence, but the media put this narrative out there that she was chest trafficking, she had abuse when she was younger, and this guy picked her up. And, you know, why she she be in jail for killing her John or somebody sex trafficking her. But there was no evidence to that. We don't know if she lied to the guy, told him her age was older. Because it's kind of funny that a guy has a prostitute and like he goes to sleep. I don't know. She said they talked for a while. Then apparently she got 
he got naked and she told him no for sex. It was a crazy story. And then he went to sleep. And then she feared for her life and she killed him in his sleep. But the narrative was different. So I'm just saying facts, people. I'm not, this is not my opinion. My opinion is the only part of that is my opinion is like, I don't know what guy would pick up a prostitute, bring her to the house, and then go to sleep. I, that doesn't make sense. Like to me, that's my opinion though. I don't, I don't see that scenario. Like I picked up somebody I don't know, brought to my house, and went to sleep naked. Like, I don't know. But like I said, it could have happened. Like, I, I don't know. But the fact is that, like, we don't know because he's dead. So we can't even ask his opinion. But the media made it seem crazy. Like she was sex trafficking. He was a John. I feel for the guy's family because, like, they're like, he wasn't like that. That's that wasn't his history. You know what I'm saying? And his family, now he's this pedophile sex trafficker guy that got killed because he was trying to use this young girl. So they released her. She read a book. She's dating some uh, athlete guy now. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So we understand how the media could do. And I believe I did a podcast on that before. So, you know, if you want to go back to that podcast, you can hear my opinions. We have a lot more details about that case in my podcast. The real details. So, you know, I'm just going off the, t- the top of my head right now. So who's to say that what Kanye and Candace is saying is it true? I don't put it past the media. To make up stories for to that make it sound good. Um, so who's to say that Candace Owens and Kanye West are not telling the truth? But even in that truth, they're being used as pawns. Even in that truth, they they are being their words and what they're doing is being twisted, not as yo, they're kicking knowledge or let's talk about these things that are not consistent with public opinion, but let's ostracize black people for having an opinion that's different. Now, it is contradicting as a black people for us to say to wear a Black Lives Matter shirt which a lot of white people wore as well. Let's be real. A lot of those protests where there was a lot of young black people, they were wearing Black Lives Matter shirts. But when Kanye wears White Lives Matter shirts, it's offensive. Now, I understand that in general, black people are feeling that Kanye is disrespecting black people by wearing that. That is a mockery of Black Lives Matter. But in essence, just like we told white people Black Lives Matter, white lives matter too. Statistically, and this is statistically, more white men are killed by police than black men. It's it's statistic. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, it's just facts. Let me look it up real quick. 
you know, because I I, I want I want to be correct because I don't want to be I don't want to be you know a jerk by my stats. Okay, I don't, I don't see these stats. I'm trying to look up these stats right now before I end the podcast. I, I don't want to. Okay. All right. So. So. Over the years. Right. 2007, 2018, 2019, then 21, 2022. Most people shot to death by police in the United States from 2017 to 22 are mostly white people. The second is black. Not too far from it is Hispanic. And then there's other, then there's unknown. 2022 is unknown because, um, you know, we're still in this year. But last year, there were 1,055 shootings of people. And, 300 and 302 of them were white, while 177 were black. Now, in general, now, if you want to sit here and go by Areas populated by black people, yes, black people are killed more in those areas. But in general, when you look at it, and don't get me wrong, I am not trying to defend the police. Please, don't get me wrong. I am not sitting here trying to defend the police. I'm not trying to justify black people getting killed. No, not at all, okay? But the overall picture, overall picture, is that white people are killed at a much higher rate, almost double, than black people in America. Now, as black people, we act like it's a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? These are shooting deaths. Um, These aren't people just getting shot. But, I mean, at the end of the day, cops are shooting to kill. So even if it was, like, just shot, it's probably going to still still be the same type of number where white people are killed more or shot more. Now, I am not saying that in the minority areas that we are shot at higher rates in minority areas because we are populated more. So I get that. I understand that there is training police need because they are prone on shooting a black person in certain areas than a white person. So I understand that. So I am in no way trying to challenge that we don't have a systematic problem with our policing in minority urban areas or in all white areas where they perceive us as criminals. So I get that we do have a problem. Police do have a training issue. They do have an understanding of the law issue, and they do overstep their bounds. So I I admit that there is a problem. There is. But when you look at what's going on in America as a whole, white people 
are shot way more than black people. Almost double. Statistically, a white person is more. Now, if you break it down to region, yes, I get it. Yes, a black person is more likely to get shot in certain regions with a higher population. I understand that. I understand of those cases where it's, I understand that, but that's not a police shooting black people all day long problem. That's a police not properly trained. Because if it was that, then this statistics will all be Hispanic. And and even if you add Hispanic and black together, it's still not as much as white people getting, getting shot. Still not. It is still not. Even if you add the other, it's still not. But white people, but so, so when you think about it, if you go with the narrative, like, you know, who's getting shot more, who's more likely to get shot in America, per this on a national level, white people. And, and, And now, granted, there are more white people than black people. So yes, that, that's also a factor. So don't get me wrong. I understand that. I completely understand when somebody says, well, there are way more white people than black people, and we shouldn't be half. We should be the ratio of the percentage. So if we're 14% in America, we should be 14% of the killings. But we're like 50%. We're like, you know, half of the killings. You know, we're like one third. You know, and I, I get those statistics. I do. But with the same narrative, why couldn't somebody say white lives matter? Because white people are getting killed more in America than anybody else by the cops. You, you know what I'm saying? If, if that's our mentality, it's blue, police brutality that we have a problem with. So black lives matter, just like white lives matter, just like Asian lives matter. Everybody matters. So in essence, why are we mad Kanye West is wearing white lives matter? Do they not matter? Do only black lives matter? Police brutality is happening to white people too. So why is it that we look at that and we want to judge off Kanye? Obviously, Black Lives Matter shirts and protests didn't change anything because After 2022, the numbers may be the same. They did take a dip for black black people, for white people in 2021. But to be honest, there really was no big, and it did take a dip in 2021. But was that because of Black Lives Matter or people seeing that cops were being more accountable? Because the numbers were the same 2017, 18, 19, 20. 21, they take a dip. But is that because a Black Lives Matter protest or was that because more cops were being held accountable? We don't have a, we don't have a black issue. We have a police traded issue. Defund the cops is not the answer because you defund the cops, then now they have less money for proper training and to pay them, and now you're going to have people that are going to take $20,000, $21,000 job, 
and run out there and start shooting people because they're not trained because the police don't have the money. So defunding the police makes no sense. More training, more education. I personally think that anybody that has a cop should be should have a college degree. Like you should be able to have a college degree and you should go through not just a month of training, but months of training. Just like the military, you go to boot camp, you're not on the streets. You know what I'm saying? You're not on the streets. You are at a military base doing a job. You are training, rigorous training to go out there and fight wars. <coughs> but in America, all you need is a high school diploma and you can go out there 30 days later, you out on the street with a gun. That doesn't make sense to me. <coughs> that does not make sense to me. So, of course, you're going to have people getting shot because these cops are not trained. See, the thing is, now, I get it. We have a race issue in America. So I'm not sitting here trying to deny that or say that we don't. So I don't want nobody to look at my pocket and say, yo, cop, yo, Cash, you you defending the cops and shit. You trying to, you know, you you telling the, the cops. No, no, I'm not in any way. We do have a a, a a, 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 a a racial problem in America. We really do. But the bigger problem is that our police are being given guns and authority to shoot people when they're not really properly trained. They don't even know the law. They don't even know what they should do out there in the public. This guy, we recently had this cop go to this guy who's eating a burger. He opened his door. The guy obviously was scared. The guy just pulled up on him. And he, he put his car, and then the, the, the car in no way was near him to shoot him, nowhere near him to, for his life to be danger, and he shoots up the cop. It's a 17-year-old kid. The kid was white. It wasn't black. It was a white kid, and he was shooting this car. Now this kid is in critical condition in a hospital. They don't know if he's going to live. He just shot up the car because it was he thought it was a car that was a stolen car that ran from him the other day. And he wasn't even at McDonald's for that. He was there for something else. He saw the car, instead of calling him back up or knocking on the door, talk to the guy. He runs up to the car, opens the door, doesn't knock on the door to say, hey. No, he opens the door. The kid's eating a burger. He's like, get out the car now. The kid panicked, you know. And I'm not saying he was right for moving the car, but maybe he panicked. This is a guy with a car, open the car, get out the car. Like, yo, who are you? He panicked, starts to drive. This guy shoots the car, right? Then the guy pulled off. He backed up. He shot the car a couple of times. Then he, he, he rolled out and he kept shooting at the car. He emptied his clip out shooting the car that was away from him. So at the end of the day, we don't have a, a black-white issue with cops. We have a police training with cops. We giving these guys guns and putting them out there. And you, this guy was a rookie cop. You know what I'm saying? Rookie. He didn't know no better. And, and, and at the end of the day, he had a gun. You, you know, he, he had a gun. And then he's shooting people. Just like, like cowboys and Indians. Like the car was nowhere near him. So I don't condone any hatred speech. I don't condone when Kanye or Candace or anybody else black speaks anything hatred. I, I you know... I want to see these people that are thinking outside the box come with evidence 
and show the evidence of why they think that way. And I think that's something we need to look for. We need to hold them accountable for the evidence of what they state. Say, okay, you believe this contrary to popular belief. You believe this. Why? Show us. And 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 let and 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 really be able to state your case. Because at the end of the day, like the way Kanye talks and Candace talks, it's just so much hatred. It's not, it's it's slick remarks, it's 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 belittling, it's negative that they're stating these things. And this may be important information as a people we need to know. Because we already know media has lied. So at the end of the day, if you have a statement that is contrary to the popular belief, let's allow them to state their evidence. Because that's what's important. Because I want to know the truth. If it is true that Black Lives Matter was doing this and doing that, put it out there. Don't just put it in a, a, a show and have people pay to go see it. See, it. see, that's the thing that messes my mind up about these people with the truth. They're with a network, The Daily Wire, you know what I'm saying, which is owned by uh, Shapiro. And, and for you to see these things, you have to pay to see these things. See, that's the problem I have. See, that's when I don't really look at you and say, okay, I believe you. See, this is why I went with the narrative before, because it's like, I want to go with the narrative that they're stating, right? And try to make people understand, like, we need to think outside the box. But their flaw is that you want the people to know this truth, put it out there for free. Put that goddamn show, that, that little movie you did on YouTube so people could see. But no, I have to go pay you five, six dollars to go see it. So at the end of the day, even if you're telling me truth, you don't really want the truth out there. You want to make money from it. See, that's the problem. They're doing the same damn thing that the media is doing. At least the media put out there for free. What they're doing is having all this information that's detrimental to our people, and they're not putting it out there. They're saying these things. They're telling people these things, but they're not showing. They're not proving. Kanye West should put on his Instagram straight up like, yo, here's the court documents. Here's the highlight, high, highlighted place in the court documents that show that Floyd didn't die of asphyxiation or being He died of this. All of this stuff should be put out there by these people because at the end of the day, if this is detrimental to our black people, I shouldn't see this shit in a sound clip. See, that's why I said I'm going with, with, with what they said. See, I did that on purpose to disprove, like, if I go with them, I go with it. I go with it. Like, let me go with it. But see, this is where they lose me. I go with your narrative. Let, all right, cool. I, I'm with you. Show me the proof. You got to pay $5.99 to go see it on the, 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 the Daily Wire. Boom, right there you lost me because you're not about the people. You're not about putting the information out there for your people. You're about money. Even if you found all these things that are wrong, instead of you putting the truth out there to help our people to understand how we've been lied to or curtains been put over our eyes or media has done things. No, instead you say pay for it. See, that's the problem. You are battling the media that puts the information out there for free. They put the narrative out there for free. You, I got to pay to see. I got to pay money to see the truth. But you about seeking the truth, right? You about, you about seeking the truth and putting the truth out there because the truth need to be known for our people, but then you put a price tag on the truth. 
That's why you are part of the same system that you're trying to break up. Because at the end of the day, they want to control your knowledge. So the only people that can have this knowledge are the people that actually go pay. You put out little tips. You put out little clips and all that stuff. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Not to really tell the truth, but to get me to pay. See, that's the gold. That's the gold. That's the reason. You see, you see what I mean by the narrative? You see what I mean? That's why in the beginning of this podcast, I wanted to go along with the narrative to give them the benefit of the doubt. I wanted to go along with it because I wanted to first say, yo, let me just go along with it and go down that road of just believing them. And I, I saw some things that, okay, cool. But you lost me at the point where you get me to a place where I want to know the information, the truth, and I got to pay. See, that's the problem. And when you do that, to me, you are still part of the same media that's putting the wool over our eyes because at the end of the day, I shouldn't have to pay for the truth for my people. The, the information should be out there. Especially if you're presenting it. I mean, obviously the truth's out there. So if I want to go find my Black Lives Matter, the tax, or you could do that. But if I'm trying to say, I'm trying to make my people woke, if I'm trying, I'm trying to make my people understand, I, I want my people to be woke. I'm with you on that, brother. I, 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 I messes with you. If you're trying to put real truth out there, I'm with you. I rocks with you on that. But the minute you tell me, go over here and I have to pay for it, you about the bullshit. I said it. You're about the same bullshit that media is about when it comes to our people. Give us narratives without, but they put out there for free. They put it on the magazines, the posters. They do it for free. You, I got to pay for the truth for my people. That's the problem. That's the problem I have when it comes to the Candace Owens, the, 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 the Kanye West, all that stuff. Kanye complained about the same people he made millions of dollars from. He's a billionaire because of Nike. He's a billionaire because of all these people. He, the same people he complaining about. They the ones that put him in a platform and be a billionaire. We bought his Yeezys and all that, his T-shirts for $100, all that stuff. We did that, and Nike and all these people were the ones that did it. Now he got a problem with them, and we supposed to be anti. Now, he, now he's sitting there making us woke. We're woke about that. He's making us woke about Nike and the control of it. But those were the same people that you was messing with that got you your, that that promoted you to get your billion dollars. Sway on Sway Show ten almost ten years ago told him, "Yo, why you need to go through all these people? Do it yourself." It was like six years, whatever. Four. He's like Sway said, "Do it yourself. Make a website and put out your own stuff." But he didn't want to do that. He wanted to be rubbing elbows with all the stars. He was in Paris chilling with them, wearing the Louis and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And we were buying his stuff. But now suddenly he's rallying against to, to show us the truth. The truth is the same people you hating right now are the same people that made you a billionaire. Those people opened the avenues for you. You was rubbing. When it was your way, you was rubbing the elbows. With when you found out the truth that at the end of the day, you don't control nothing. They do, and you sold your shit to them, and now you're mad about it. Now we're supposed to rally with you. Now you about the people. Now you about the truth. Candace Otis, when you had that discrimination suit when you was younger, you rented an NWACP 
for help and stood next to him. Now all of a sudden you bashing him. At the end of the day, black people made you who you are. It wasn't white people, it was black people hating you. That made you popular because you found an avenue of, well, if I hate on black people, they're going to like, they're going to talk about me. If I go against black, then you're, so at the end of the day, these people that I delivered are about bullshit because at the end of the day, they are, they are with the people. They are with the system that is against us. They, by acting like they're not, oh, I'm, I'm for you, but, but you got to pay. Has Yeezy, you know what I'm saying? Was Kanye thinking about the black people when he made his T-shirt that holy for hundred something dollars, or he's Yeezy for two, three hundred dollars? Was he thinking about the people? Shaq, Shaq, almost got a deal of money, and he said, "I'm not going to do that because at the end of the day, I want people to be able to do shoes." So he did. He made a deal with Walmart and sold his shoes for twenty dollars, and he made he made money off of that. But his shoes were $20, and kids in the hood had shoes. They had shacks. They can go, you know what I'm He had his expensive stuff at the store, but then he had his lower for, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm a, I want to support. And he did that. Shaq is, a, Shaq is good. So all the people that sit there, and they say to you, and they say to you, they are about the black people. They are about giving the information. Really look at that. Somebody like Monique that cried about everybody in Hollywood was against her. But as soon as they said she's okay, she forgave her, she's all up in the videos. Oh, yeah, this is my friend now. I'm doing a movie with this guy. But these are the same people that you said hated, and we should all rally behind you. Because you're speaking the truth about Hollywood. You could have done your own freaking comedy special. You got the money to set it up. I can sit online and do an online comedy special. I can set that up myself. And I don't even have the money she got. I don't got the bread to connect she got. But I could do it myself. She could have done that and make direct money. But no, she cried about Netflix and everybody. Now all of a sudden, she got dealing with Netflix, doing, doing the, the movie with this guy. She's on the All these people she talked garbage about. Now she's chilling with it. Same thing with Candace Otis and all that. The people you complain about, now you now you chilling with them. Now you now you rocking with them. But you talk about you speaking truth. You're not speaking truth. You speaking the truth that's relevant for you to make money for you. So I went with their narrative because I wanted to go with it. And I hope you understand how this podcast, I went with the narrative because I want to give them a chance. But see, the truth comes out. Because as soon as I want to know more truth, I got to pay it from you. So you ain't about the people. I got to buy Yeezys. You got a billion dollars and you crying about designers not messing with you. you but you got a billion dollars from those events. You ain't make, you ain't make the billion from your, your albums. You ain't, sold a, you ain't sell like that since the dropout. Since the 50 Cent Challenge thing. But you crying about the people that help you make a billion dollars. So if you made a billion dollars, they made probably $5 billion. We got billionaires arguing with each other, but he's for the people. Candace, oh, I made this movie to educate my people. Yes, let me see it. Oh, you got to pay five down to nine. So at the end of the day, these people, these people are not for you. They're not for the people. They're not trying to educate you. Even if they're speaking the truth, they're not speaking the truth for you. They're speaking the truth for themselves to make money. And as soon as those people embrace them back, you think if soon as uh, these people embrace Kanye back, he gonna run back to them talking about, yeah, we worked it out. 
But because it's not going your way, let me cry to the people. Now all of a sudden, we're supposed to care. We're supposed to care you a billionaire from it, and we're supposed to care about you crying. They want to control me, blah. You have a billion dollars, and you crying about what these white people did to you. Contracts that you signed with them. You didn't have to, but you did. And you crying, I made a billion dollars from them, but you know, they're not treating me right right now. I'm speaking the truth. Like, why don't we call out these people? And I'm not calling them out because they're black. I'm not calling them out because the, 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 the masses is telling me. I'm calling them out for their hypocrisy, for their, for, for their, for their, for their, for their, for their, for their the asinine um, 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 ideas of how they're, they're really so privileged in their, in their mind that they really feel that they could have an argument with the regular people and get the people on your side when you're bullshitting the people. When at the end of the day, you wasn't caring about the people when you was overpricing things. You wasn't caring about the people when everything was good, but now you care about the people you want to give us the truth then give us the truth don't make us pay for the truth be real and if they come back and they say to Kanye yo we want to work with you you say no because I stand on principle no you're going to go right back to them because that's how you do that's how they do all these shock people that's how they do so we need to be we need to understand that this is all a game to them this is not real politics. They're not really worried about us and our opinion and what the quote-unquote white man in America is doing. They don't care. You think they're using it. Now Kanye is the enemy. Woe is Kanye. But when, when he's good with people, he make that money. When he was good with, 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 with Old Navy, that was no problem. But now suddenly they're the enemy. Are you giving back the money? To the enemy, but we're supposed to seek you, but you're speaking the truth right now. You're speaking the truth to the people because they are, they, they, they're blinding us. They're doing, you're speaking the truth. Bullshit. I'm sorry. And I did this on, on, on purpose to go with the narrative, to get to this point, because these people are about bullshit. Not because they're trying to educate us, because they're not trying to educate us. They're not trying. They're using these problems, trying to exploit it, exploit it for their own, for their own benefit, not for the benefit of us. Real people put the truth out there because at the end of the day, you put the truth out there for people to hear. You don't ask people to pay for the truth. And we've been paying for Kanye. Kanye's a billionaire, not because of because of us. When he was doing all them white deals and charging three, four hundred for Yeezys, we were paying that. But now all of a sudden these same people are the enemy? Bullshit. I can't say nobody's the enemy that made me that helped me make a billion dollars. I'm sorry. They promoted you, they pushed you, and you made a billion dollars, but they're the enemy now because they don't want to release you. You signed the contract, but you're crying. <clears throat> you know, I'm done. I appreciate everybody that uh listened to my podcast. Um, this one got a little bit emotional, I admit. Because I'm tired of these people <clears throat> using the culture. For their benefit. When things don't go right for them. When they were doing great deals, it's all right. But now, they're crying to us. And I don't even care whether they speak the truth or not. I don't even care at this point. I don't care. Because whether they're speaking the truth or not, it doesn't matter because their intentions aren't really genuine to get the people, to get the truth to the people. It's benefiting them. That's what it's about, unfortunately. And culture vultures... It's, it happens with our own people. They act like they're speaking the truth, but at the end of the day, it's really not the truth. 
Let's think about that. All right, I appreciate everybody. I know I went over, you know what I'm saying, about 10 minutes. I appreciate everybody that's listening to this podcast. You want to check me out in this podcast, go to CasanovaWilliams.com. You can check me out, everything I'm doing. All new product line coming from the Culture Life Products, guys. Yo, new beer bomb, new body butter. Uh, I got, like, uh, pigmentation creams. I got everything coming pretty soon. It's going to be up in the next week, week and a half. The whole website's going to be brand new with new products, so uh, check that out. If you want to hear this podcast or the rest of my podcast, uh, go to uh, uh, blackmensmentalhealth.com. You could check this out. Pick up my book. Um, I've been inspired to write another book um, because of what's going on. And I'm going to really write another book that is like the truth, the, the truth, something about, I don't, it's going to be some crazy name about the truth, the, 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 the lying truth of the black people. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But I'm inspired to do that. So um, I'm going to be working on that, probably jotting down some ideas because I'm noticing we have a lot of these people out here that are using our culture to come up with the with good intentions. But, it, you know, you know how they say, you know, uh, the, the path to hell is paved with good intentions. And I believe a lot of our black people, unfortunately, are using the black culture to come up. And they're, they're, they're talking about their intentions are good, but they really aren't. So at the end of the day, I'm, I'm ready to write a book on that subject. I'm, I'm in that book mode right now. So I may just write a book in the next week or two. Like I said, you know, I don't write long books. I'm not like a novelist or nothing like that. But I think this book is going to be something that I'm going to write about and really talk about the, the 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 black truth of lies, you know, things like that. So it's, it's going to be interesting. Maybe con- it's not going to be controversial because it'll be all evidence. I, you know, I'm not going to do a book about opinion. I'm going to do a book about evidence. So at the end of the day, you know, um, definitely uh, look out for that pretty soon. You know, don't even look out for it. I'm starting to work on it. Um, it may change, but I, I am feeling the urge of writing another book. So, um, you know, look on just to stay stay tuned to that okay um like i said i appreciate everybody listening to this podcast i appreciate every i appreciate everybody that rocks with me everybody's hitting the emails like i said i'm gonna do another special answering uh emails and stuff like that like i said you can ask me questions i will i always reply back to the email so uh Feel free to keep asking me questions. Uh, don't be asking questions like, you know, can you get some money or something like that? Because I ain't going to give it to you. But, you know, qu- general questions about uh, any situations you have and opinions, stuff like that. I'm also a life coach and I do have uh, uh, sessions that are available virtually. Um, right now, all my sessions are, are live or uh, in person with, with, with my clients right now. But I am going to start doing virtual um, Zoom um, meetings with people. Uh, life coach, so that's like one on one. Of course, you have to pay for that. Like I'm a be real, you know what I'm saying? That I'm 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 a I'm a licensed, a certified, a life coach. So you know you want those one on one services. That's fine, you know. But if you don't and you just really want to listen to the podcast, or if you have a topic you want me to talk about or a question, I will gladly answer that. But if you want me to, if you want to sit down and talk to me, that's a whole different thing because that's one question I'll answer. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, cool. But if you're like, man, Kaz, I need to talk to you about a lot of things. All right, well, you become my client and we can do some Zoom and there's a charge for that. And, you know, just depending on, uh, you know, how long you want and stuff like that. So we'll talk about that if you want that. But like I said, if you have a question, I give that information for free. So if you have a question or a concern or a scenario you want to ask me about, just email me. 
and I'm, I will answer that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, once again, I appreciate everybody. Um, and until next time.